there we go. Man, every time that intro plays, I'm in the back just vibing. What what you what you know good? I, I hear you. I think we're gonna get a copyright strike because you are super hyped. Talking about, oh, <laughs> shit. oh no. shit! See, that's I'm that's like, that's oh, muted. Lord, no, see, that's everything he's behind he's the scenes is muted, so no one no one hears it. So it's all good, and I can edit oh. it out too. <laughs> Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow what happens if uh, if YouTube says something. But uh, shout, what, what's, I, what's I, up, I, folks? I, I think I think the word is, is she, mm. but the it at the end is okay. I, I think you might be able to get away with it in the context that you used it in. I'll, I'll put the explicit check mark on the uh, on on this particular video just in case. Right. I've been, been leveling up the channel. I've been talking with my man uh, Rob over at TubeBuddy, and he's got me doing oh. some diagnostics. Yeah, yeah, they reviewed the channel, brother. So we, really, we, you and I, we got some things to talk about. Yeah, they 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 picked the channel and and did some uh, diagnostics on it the other night on the stream show with uh, Branton Strick. And uh, look, I'm just and you didn't call, and you didn't and you didn't call me, brother. But they were do, look. I was live doing something else, and then I when I, as soon as I got done, I flipped the script and I saw that my channel was being reviewed, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" Uh, but first and foremost, hold on. Let me. I got two things. What what's up, folks? We in the, we in the lab. Shouts out, my boy Tall Boy here. Yo, how you living? First of all. I'm good, man. It's another week. Uh, okay. Just got back in town and yeah. uh, had a nice little. Uh, trip. It was a non-tech trip to uh, the nation's capital. Um, the only thing I did not get a chance to do is go to um, the Lincoln Memorial, but it's okay. Uh, my little brother decided to rub it in my face, but that's all right. He got his bike locked. He got his bike, and uh, you know what? He can ride that bike, and I hope he get a flat tire at the Lincoln oh, Memorial when goodness. he rides. Talking bad yeah, about yeah. you. Talking bad about family. I like love that. him though. I, I bet you do. I, you know, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second thing I want to do, I want to shout out to my boy, Sean Doc Boyd. God dog it, I'm rocking the Let's Get Live. Uh, LGL, Press and Sew. I'm, I'm just trying to level up with these content creators. I'm, look, I was rocking. Now is, now is merch. Bro, I was rocking. You saw me rocking Sammy's gear last week. Right, so this this is this is Doc Boyd right here. Let's get live. I'm I'm just trying to hang out with with y'all winners. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying. Well, to let me out. ask you. You're in California. What yeah. what is it like? Uh, are you guys still in phase one, phase two, phase three of the pandemic? Like, where, where are you guys at? It it depends. In my area, we are in what's called the uh, I believe it's the purple tier. So things are starting to open back up. Uh, I can go back and hit the gym inside now. I'm still kind of being hesitant on it, but. Uh, I think indoor dining is like at around 25%. So it's starting to get there as long as folks just be, be cognizant of everything that they need to be doing on, on the safety measures, then, uh, then we're good. I, I see gotcha. we got some comments coming in. We, we see it with the old school Tuesday turn up. Uh, Miss Priscilla Wallet got dog it every, every time she comes, I just, I just need to say something. Huh? What's up? What's up, Priscilla? I see you. She probably at work, working hard. Somebody got to do it. EB yeah, is in the I, building. We see EB. Yeah, what's up, Eric? What's, what's happening, player? Yeah, we, I see Senior here. Yes, sir. Check to make sure yeah, I don't yes, say nothing I'm not supposed to say. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, oh, know. my man, West Coast. Oh, my God, my man, Jarrell Bay. Oh, my God. Like So this is the Bitcoin guy. So, Eric, Jarrell, y'all really need to go ahead, because we're not going to talk about Bitcoin over here, but <laughs> he's Oakland's finest. <laughs> And uh, remember, tell me when to go uh, with E40, the hypey movement. Yeah. Remember all of that? Yes, sir. He is the creator of the whole hypey dance right there. 
What? Yes, Jarrell Bay. So right. Jarrell, don't leave because yeah. we got to talk tech, man. Yeah. But but they they gonna want to like that guy. Remember that video with "Tell Me When to Go." Yeah. Tell me when to go. Oh, uh, oh, he okay. Was the guy that created that bit. He created the whole dance, the whole hyphy move. He's the creator of the hyphy dance. I mean, if you look at some of his old YouTube videos, uh, like he he's the he's the founding father of it. I heard that. All right, yeah, we need to, we, we need to stay in touch with him then. Get get him on the show. You so. out there in California too? You know, you out there in su- su- suburbia. I, I, I'm out. Hey, I, I'm still out here know. ghost riding the whip. You know, they they don't know what to do with me out here, brother. They don't they don't know what to do with me out here. Hit the spot ten oh six in the building. Hello. Are you ghost riding on a Tesla? That's what I want to know. Yeah, because you know the car drives itself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I, we, I, I we, see. see I, we we didn't act it up for a little bit. We we got we got my man. We got well, we got your man. We got our dude standing in the back room here in, in the green room. He don't know what right. he didn't walked into. Uh, right. He's just like we gonna talk tech and we talking something else. So uh, <laughs> I, I, right. I, 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 I want I want to introduce this guy. Yeah. Um, we're we so we hung out because we we're part of a car club family, and then I guess both of us. I don't know if he's still a part of it, but uh, uh, he really caught me off guard because I was out of the country and he um, told me he was out of the country and he was in Germany. And when he told me he was in Germany, he was like, man, I'm working out here. And I'm like, hold up the same car club guy that i know in atlanta <laughs> and we out there running red lights before the new mayor came into the city and you know before it got real ugly here in atlanta yeah. um we, we, we doing it like that you know and he was like yeah man like come mess with me so um he, he's a really cool dude um and because he's a tech guy he's an engineer i figured you know this would be great to be able to bring him in and let him and get some of his opinions uh, when it comes to technology, and without further ado, let's go ahead and bring in my man, Mr. Terrace Williams. How you doing, brother? Yeah. He's come over the what's tech up? What's happening? <laughs> look, 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 he leaned back like, "What's up?" <laughs> yeah, what's came, up? <laughs> came in, just came in too cool. You know, you <laughs> Terrace was like, "When are they gonna get get done talking about nothing and let us start this tech show, brother?" This is family, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, Terrace, tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience. Uh, you know what, what? What's your whole thing about tech? What What is it about tech that you love? And you know, uh, I'll just let you have it. Yeah, I just love technology all the way around. I mean, from the phones, computers, to my actual career, and uh, I'm a controls engineer in robotics, and that's what I'm doing right now. I program and troubleshoot robots, and. Uh, I I do a lot of programming and building uh, control cabinets and things like that. Okay, that's what I enjoy doing now. And uh, I love to talk tech. I mean, I saw this. I was like, man, let me get on this and see what they talking about. Definitely, brother. (laughs) Definitely. So that that that's interesting. So I know. So first of all, let let me shout out to Anna there. You know, she she had me speaking a lot of Spanish uh, on her show on the Ecamm Network the other day, and I, I did. I will admit here on the recording, I did. Uh, cheat and use a little Google Translate on on some things, but uh, Anna, good to see you. Appreciate you for showing up. Um, 
So, Terrence, check it, man, because I'm in enterprise technology as well. And, right, so the lab, we typically focus on consumer technology, right? So the, uh, yeah, like you say, the phones, laptops, desktops, software and hardware, things like that. But when you say you, you work in program uh, robotics, uh, go, let's talk yeah. a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about that, man. I'm, I'd, I'd love to hear exactly what you do from that enterprise technology perspective as well. Uh, the robots. Um, I've been in the robot field since 2012. Um, multiple companies sent me to three different robot schools. So I know three different robot languages. Okay. I went to Detroit, um, Alabama and Charlotte. Um, Fanic, the robot names are Fanic, Kuka and ABB. If anybody heard of those robots, uh, they're industrial robots. They're not robots that, you know, like sweep your floor and stuff. These are robots that, uh, make decision on, um, conditions um with plcs okay okay and we actually uh see folks are interested in what you're talking about for sure man uh what program is that on the robots that you're working with you know, you're obviously not old school cobalt or nothing like that right i see see we flashing back to my day when i say cobalt right all this gray hair and, and, and but uh, i'm sure that's not what you're working with right now yeah i mean we got ladder logic uh pascal okay um, yeah there's a lot of different languages out there uh structure text um let's see um fun uh, if you never heard about function blocks function block programming but uh there's a lot of different ways to program things and yeah. uh, it Definitely. just depends on the application i'm dealing with or what what i have to what project i'm actually working on makes sense makes sense. so a lot of machine learning artificial intelligence that kind of thing so so brother that's yeah that's right up my alley i love man tall boy we done forgot all about you we, we didn't gone into a whole yeah. nother dimension just now right we're we, we talking about we're not talking about my rumors in here like like you said that are that are cleaning my floor right now we, we talk about some things that's helping the military things that are uh helping society over like we already talked about like my car, right? I mean, just some of the insights in autonomous driving and things like that, that you're probably involved in as well, right? Yeah. The actual project that I work with now, we have robots that do autonomous driving, do the warehouse. So, you know, you got somebody on the HMI screen, they go type in, Hey, I want to load this job. The robots go to the warehouse, get the job and they come back with the job and they load the press. And uh, it's very complicated, you know, but I don't want to get into all the the programming and stuff behind it because it took, you know, maybe, you know, months to get everything working well. And uh, I mean, it's a it's a good field to be in. I keep telling everybody, get in the automation field. Like automation is where America is going right now. Like everything is autonomous, automated. You know, it's it's coming. I keep telling everybody it's coming. Love that. That's that's a good point. I've always, I've always said there are two fields that are always going to be around medical and technology, right? I mean, those, those yep. two fields we're always going to need folks with expertise in them. So, welcome to the show, man. Uh, we 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 get into it. I'm sure you probably saw a few episodes. We we hash back and forth about the latest news and consumer technology. This week we got I think four four or five topics that we're gonna go into, and I'm gonna try to remember to put the eight minute timer on each time we start. So look, look at him. He can't even he can't even look at me with a straight face. Right. I, I'm trying to get it right. Uh, I, maybe I should need to talk to Anna so I can get those uh, ECAM triggers on my stream deck so I don't have to worry about doing it manually. But I digress. First story, right, brother. 
First story. Uh, first story. We're going to start out. We're going to do a little bit of autonomous because I don't know much about this, but Google just made Wi-Fi way better than Bluetooth, as they say. So they say. Oh, you're going to go with that made, story. Oh, Lord. Okay. Yeah, gonna, well, he just, he, I wasn't going there, but since we're going there, might as well. But basically, Google has released a new app on Android devices that allows phones to connect with each other over far greater distances than Bluetooth while making it possible to send messages to each other or transfer large amounts of data without an internet connection. Um, the app has released, uh, it has one demoing one feature, the ability to accurately tell how far apart two devices are uh, from each other. The new app is called Wi-Fi NAND Scan and is mainly for developers to test, but it demonstrates how the neighbor awareness networking, which is NAND, shows it how it works um based off of nine to five google it says it uh the app is able to measure the distance between two devices as well as allow the phone to be either a publisher or a subscriber uh the simple app lets people pick which role they want to fulfill um and allows messages to be exchanged between them as well as detecting their proximity to each other so when a publisher starts a specific service, in this case, the Wi-Fi NAND scan app, they are signaling their availability to potential subscribers within the Wi-Fi range. So, for example, uh, a teacher could sit in a classroom and when a student enters the room, uh, say a school approved app, they will be connected together and can exchange messages. Um, they will also be able to create an ad hoc network without using Wi-Fi access points. Um, devices can both publish and subscribe at the same time. Um, they basically are saying the potential of a service like this is quite considerable, uh, saying that examples uh, by the Wi-Fi Alliance include being able to play a game together with friends without access to the Internet or listen to music on multiple devices at once. Um, it also has the potential to provide autonomous vehicles, a way to communicate with each other and share crucial information, such as alerting cars to nearby accidents or hazards, simply managing traffic flow or to reduce congestion. Whew. So you um, need to take a break. Go ahead and grab you some of that yeah. Minimade after reading all that. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Minimade, <laughs> the unofficial sponsor of the lab. Yeah. All right. You know, Terrence, I'm going to let you go first because I'm, I'm going to be slightly uh, disparaging to this story. But I, I, only because it's only because it's joy and not Wi-Fi. I no, mean, well, not- slight, somewhat, somewhat. But but Terrence, what's your thoughts on this? Let me get these comments out of, out of your face, uh, too. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I think it's something good. Uh, long distance Wi-Fi It's kind of weird, you know, uh, hearing it, but uh, I guess you look at it as you know, you ain't got to be a close to somebody. You know, you walk in a meeting and everybody phones connect. I mean, we kind of already got that a little bit, but just in the in a room. But now you you riding down the street and you know a car can send you a message saying, "Hey, look out! There's a tree branch laying out there in the road," which we already got that with ways in a way, mm-hmm. but. You know, it, I mean, it's just a good way that we can communicate uh, across the board with um, with Wi-Fi. You know, Bluetooth, you already know Bluetooth don't work that far and it's choppy and stuff. Wi-Fi is a stronger signal. 
but I, you know, the, um, I, I see it as a good thing. All right. Well, so he, here's where I was going with this. And, and the reason I said I was going to be disparaging is because about 80% of what you talked about, Tallboy, with this particular functionality, Apple has already had in AirDrop. So AirDrop has been around on iPhones for many iterations, and everyone who has an iPhone knows that, right? I can walk up to someone that has an iPhone, and I can move files. I can move data, uh, be it either contact information, uh, documents, pictures, whatever the case may be, with similar with a similar device. It, it's it's also uh, seen in the messaging, the iMessaging apps, right? So it's a whole different network where iMessages travel as opposed to the regular SMS messages like when we have to send from an iPhone to an Android or to anything like that. That's why some of the messages are blue, some of the messages are green. When you say me- So all that I'm, I'm saying is that I'm, I'm a fan of technology across the board, full stop, period, right? And I think this is a good thing. Apple has already had this capability, and I'm not saying anyone is better than the other. I think I think it's phenomenal that it's come they're, they're coming out with this, and the more advancements that we can do across that radio spectrum, even better. So, just like Terrence was saying, just, there, there's there's different types of capabilities that that you can that you they can use this with. You can take advantage of again, autonomous driving, medicine, um, uh, identification with folks, you know, things like that. So, this is this is where technology should be going on an enterprise perspective. Eventually this will start trickling down, I think to the consumer, but this I think will start at the, at the enterprise to where uh, like maybe in, in warehouses and stuff like that, folks are walking around with their tablets and their devices and they're scanning in information for, for rapid uh, inventory, inventory uh, accountability and things like that. So this is good for the economy. I, I think again, to, to further take advantage of the various, uh, wireless networks and the, and the, and the various uh, radio frequency waves. So there you go. It wasn't that bad. Right. I, I, you, I wanted to say something really disparaging, but I said, you know what? No, I, I think this is good for, this is good for the common good. All right. So let me ask you, because I'm looking at it from a consumer standpoint and not, you know, from a commercial standpoint, yeah. I'm looking at it from the standpoint of, all right, you're in a room at a wedding, at a party or a conference or whatever, and you want to share music or you want to share files. That's something that, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess Android, and I'm trying to think of all the apps that are out there. I haven't seen anything like this. Um, I know that there's something that has it. I just haven't figured it out. Um, But like uh, Terrace was saying earlier, um, you know, Waze, it's funny because Waze, Pretty much on my trip to, you know, the nation's capital, mm-hmm. we literally got off of an exit and we drove around you know, um, an accident, shall we say, or construction. And we saved ourselves countless hours of time, shall we say, mm-hmm. with weight. Whereas this, like you said, you have this and it's already alerting you on your phone. Get off of the exit. Accident is three exits up or something like that. Um, I think. From a consumer standpoint, how does it make sense? You know, like Tara said earlier, you know, most of his stuff is not, I don't deal with, you know, the your your robots that vacuum. I deal with stuff that, you know, from a corporate level of I set the computer to something and it goes out and does the assignment. So um, I guess I think that last message that you had come up said something about the government. This would be more government for government use, mm. shall we say, as opposed to a consumer? 
I think that's where it's going to, and I think this is also what Kenyon said, I think that's where it's going to start, right? It'll eventually trickle down into consumer applications, but uh, I think government entities, uh, enterprise organizations are going to have to take advantage of this technology before it starts really trickling down and be easy for everyday folks to be able to take advantage of it, right? Because it can open up a whole different can of worms and can of capabilities. So, again, I, I think government and, and enterprise technology is going to find a way to use this in, and again, manufacturing, industrial, things like that. So, Okay. Sarah, any other questions? I mean, any other thoughts? I mean, do you see this being used from a consumer? Uh, what use case can you see it from for uh, a consumer uh, standpoint? Yeah, I mean, I could see it being good, but you already know the conspiracy behind it. You know, people going to say, uh, uh, they stealing Preach. my money and files and stuff, and you know I I'm an Apple guy. I've always had Apple, and you know I never had a problem with you know. AirDrop. I like you. I like you already. You know what? You're good, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know AirDrop. You know you just you got your Wi-Fi on, you got your Bluetooth on. Anybody a stranger like, hey, here's my contact information. You ain't got to you know do nothing. Just boom, it's yeah. there uh-huh. instant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're saying that this is better than Bluetooth. So they're saying that you can connect via Wi-Fi. Well, remember, Bluetooth this. is only 33 feet, too. So Bluetooth yeah. is not that great. Bluetooth is really closed environments in the house. Uh, you got to be right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, 33 feet, man. I, I mean, I, that you can't do anything really there. I mean, uh, you, you when we finally get to go back out, you at the club or something, you see someone across the road, you're trying to shoot them, you're... Remember the video? Uh, someone had the the, the the beeper phone or something. And they were shooting them the um, the ringtone. I forgot. What, I, oh, I, may, yeah. I may be dating myself, with it, but you know you, you can't. Uh, do I, that. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so thirty three yeah. feet for Bluetooth all the way across the room, and you can't do it because it's it's not within that within that uh, that range. Whereas with Wi Fi, however large your range is. It, you know, uh, it, it will allow it, but that's why I said Google said that Wi-Fi is better than is better than Bluetooth. That was the, the title of the article. So yeah, I think it's good. No, again, I think uh, it, it's good. Um, we'll we'll just see how the technology progresses and moves forward. Terrence, I think this may have been a, a comment for you. Uh, let them know you're still on camera. I, you, when you were moving and adjusting your lights, just, just make sure no, don't nobody creep up behind you and and, and catch you <laughs> catch you off guard on camera. Because again, we we multi streaming. Jokes for you, boy. They got jokes for yeah, you. Yeah, we 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 multi streaming, <laughs> brother. You you, it's, it's, it's like God, leave, bro. man. Turned off and they didn't go. They didn't go and look, and James didn't see it, so he didn't swap it to the two screens. He just put us all, put you all out on blast. I, I did, there. did just 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 zoomed in with you too, zoomed in with you too. Oh, we we got folks that are just chiming in, talking about how they feel. Oh my goodness, I love it, I love it. But we're not going to do. This. Sammy, what's happening with your brother? You saw me rocking your gear last time. I, I got to rock. I got to rock Doc stuff today, man. But you know, I still got love for you, man. What's up, Sammy? It's a good dude right there. Anybody need? Any technology information from a genius <laughs> who he's only 17, 17 years old, has his own TV show, has his own Internet show. Holla at your boy, Sammy Superstar. That's a bad man right there. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one. What you got? Uh, Amazon. Have you heard about this? Amazon. Drivers must now consent to biometric monitoring or lose their jobs. Now, I read this at first, and when I read it, I was like, man, that's really messed up. But 
Um, I'm, let me get into the article real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep their jobs, Amazon delivery drivers are required to consent to biometric monitoring, according to multiple reports. Um, the monitoring comes from cameras in their vehicles, which will take their photos and track their driving for unsafe behavior. Um, basically, some drivers are quitting over what they see as a violation of privacy. Um, and basically, you have to sign a consent form. Um, the agreement allows Amazon to collect biometric information in the form of photographs and or in order to verify driver identities and monitor driver's location and movement, including miles driven, speed, acceleration, braking, turns, and following distance. As a condition of delivery packages for Amazon, you consent to use to the use of technology. And uh, basically, they did this for a pilot in 2020. Uh, they said accidents decreased 48%, stop sign violations decreased 20% and driving without a seatbelt decreased 60%. Um, and then distracted driving decreased 45% all with those cameras in place of the vehicle. Um, they says, uh, I think the, the people that are, that oppose this are basically saying when a company says to its staff, give us your biometrics or you're fired, that's not consent. We are disappointed by the reports that Amazon is coercing in its drivers on the threat of termination to submit to face printing, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what they're saying is this is not for um, this is not for the people that actually work for Amazon. This is like for people who work for third party companies, shall we say? Um, but the critics have said that the pace of the job is unmanageable, with drivers expected to deliver hundreds of packages. Uh, in a 10-hour shift, and some drivers have reported not having time to find a bathroom, and the cameras will monitor for drivers who, uh, you know, urinate or, you know, do the number two outdoors. (laughs) So, I mean, what do you do do in a situation like that, you know? So, like I said, it's not not for the people who actually work for Amazon. Let's say you work for somebody's, you know, shipping and traveling company and you're the third party to deliver the package they would probably put it in those in those yeah terrace i'm gonna let you go first again brother i'm gonna let you go first again um i see it i don't see nothing wrong with it to tell you the truth <laughs> i actually have a device like that on my car my both my cars it's from State Farm, State Farm Safe Drive. Yeah. I mean, I get a discount with my insurance company for a safe driving. You know, they monitor my speeding, how fast I brake, you know, turning and stuff. And I, I mean, it's just a little device they put in the car. But I mean, I, I mean, I'm not crying about. It. I'm saving money on my car insurance. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I mean, if you look at it this way, it Should've Amazon, can, you can track your packages better because you got a that person is being tracked so you know where actually the amazon truck is where your package is which they already got something like that now but i mean this with anything pizza you you order a pizza and you can look on a on your phone and be like oh because it's tracking a person it actually showing you where the pizza is it's coming down the street you can be standing outside waiting for it or or something like that but 
Uh, I don't see it as something, you know, that, but you know, the, you, you know, the conspiracy stuff, you know, they are tracking everything and, uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, I see yeah. it as a good thing. Let me, let me, let me shout out what real quick, brother, brother Bay there. No, man, we didn't kick you out of chat. So I'm, I'm not sure what, mm-hmm. what, what, what happened. Uh, yeah, we, we didn't kick you out of chat. Keep, keep on coming with the, with the fire that you've been bringing, brother. Keep on fire. And hold on. Hit the, hit and everybody, the... please post your comments. Tell us what you think about this. Do you think it's fair for Amazon drivers yes. to, uh, to, to have, uh, monitoring in the vehicles? I mean, I, I guess yeah. I'm go ahead, James. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm a little different on, on this. So I, I understand both sides. I understand the side, like the insurance companies, and, and you plug it in, it's the smart driver thing, save money. That part makes sense. But that, that's monitoring metrics of the vehicle. That's monitoring metrics, heartbreaking, heart stopping, all of that. Uh, but, man, this is a camera. And, I, and the, the part that I've got on the screen right now is literally that, agree, that consent agreement that the, uh, the delivery associate. So, yeah, again, probably not the actual Amazon employees have to sign but the ones that are third party but when you get when you step in the car you turn that key in the ignition and you got this camera watching you every moment i yawn in the car man i look i stretch and yawn and, and whatever and, and if this thing is going to report back and give negative marks to my supervisors that james was in the car and he was yawning too much i'm not tired maybe you know, you know I'm, I'm not distracted driving I, I can see this being a bit of controversy should someone say they're losing their job or they go in for a performance review and, and they have issues with that. It's really on the line of, of, of privacy. Uh, it, it, it really is. But you are employed at will at a lot of these companies. So if you want to work for this exactly. company, <laughs> right? So that's the thing. You, if, if you want to work for this yeah. company and you, you want to drive these them, trucks, you, do. you better sign this document and you better go ahead and do, do be about your business and know that there's somebody watching you. So, so it's it's a weird catch twenty two. Uh, I, I think it's it's really encroaching. It's on those lines of a of a privacy conversation. But I think Amazon is going to win just for the fact again employment at will. If you want to work for this company, these are some of the requirements that, that we have, and, and and their lawyers would just say that it's it's just like the the plug in safe driver uh, cameras on the outside, all, all of that stuff, right? So it, it's. Again, it's, it's it's right in the middle, right? It's right in the middle. I don't think this is done from being a conversation piece. I, I think they're just a little groundbreaking. I honestly think that when Amazon transfers all of their fleet over to Rivian trucks, the the EVs, that this may be able to go away, right? Because the truck and the, uh, the vehicle in itself will be able to monitor movements as opposed to having a dash cam turned backwards on the on the driver. So. So I, I don't I don't think this will be long lived really in terms of um, of what Amazon's going to do because once they like I say spin up all of those Rivian vehicles then then I think this will get better for the folks that are driving. I I think you know in the mid like you said it's a catch twenty two. Part of you is like you know some of this is my privacy. Um, from my understanding, for the ones that I do know that work for Amazon, um, they give you they pay you well, but mm-hmm. you work. It ain't no, you know, I'm sitting, you know, I'm sitting down and I, I can get on my computer or my cell phone. You're literally processing because they got to get those orders out, shall we say. Yeah. So for you to get those, like they said, you got to deliver 100 packages in a 10-hour shift. That's literally 10 packages in an hour. So if that this that drive time 
That's why they were saying, you know, what if you got to go to the bathroom and there's no bathrooms out here? That's tough. You know, what, what, what do you do? You know, you, do you even a lot for a bathroom break? I mean, some people get a 15 minute, you know, or a 10 minute break or something like that. Do you, does Amazon even give you that? Um, but then on the flip side, for the critics, it's like, this is their company. You can't come in and start telling the company how they're supposed to do business, shall we say. And if this is how they want to do business and they're paying you upwards of 15 to $20 an hour to drive around and deliver packages, mm-hmm. not like, you know, you got a CDL license and you work for UPS or FedEx. I mean, mm-hmm. remember, you are just a, uh, a independent contractor and you this is a great lick, you know, so. Mm-hmm. I just look at it from that standpoint, but I mean, this is no different from uh, what was that prop case with uh, uh, Uber and Lyft that you guys had earlier uh, that you guys voted on out in California. It was both of them. Yeah. Yeah. It it didn't pass there, but I just heard the other day that um, the UK is now recognizing the UK is now recognizing Uber and Lyft drivers as employees, whereas here in the States, they're not. Yeah, so, I still mean, independent contractors, correct. So I, I think that if they go in and tweak the rule just a little bit, you know, hey, you, you're allotted in that 10-hour shift, you know, two or three-minute, you know, 30-minute or 15-minute breaks or something like that, and then that gives you the time to do whatever you want to do. But like I said, at the end of the day, people are going to always find a reason. And if it's my company, <laughs> If it's your company and you say these are your rules and I'm paying you, they ain't like they're paying them five, I mean, eight, nine, or ten dollars an hour. They're paying them upwards of yeah. 15 to they, 19 dollars. They're getting a decent right. wage. Yeah, you're right. Right. So, no, no. I don't know, brother. I don't know. I'll get the timer right, right. I'll get the timer right. First of all, nobody say nothing about the about the dope overlays that I had. You know, so when, when I brought up the, the screen, look, your boy spent a little bit of time making sure that we were right. For the laptop is dope. I like oh, that. Okay, uh, say so, something. Look, look, look. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm, I'm you. You be working behind the scenes, man. I got to give you your props. You be I'm, up I'm, at two, three o'clock in the morning, which is our time. It's, <laughs> it's only midnight your time. I, I have to remind myself you are on West Coast time. So God, I, I gotta give you I'm just out here trying to get it done, got dog. I'm trying to get Drop it done. Drop one of James bombs again. Come on. I'm trying to. Do. I'm trying see, to drop. I'm trying. Terrace helped me out, man. See, he he got me, he got one for me. I just don't know where it's at. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, I got I got my beach saved up. I got, <laughs> where we at? Where All we right. at? Let's move uh, moving right along. Let's keep our keep our right? keep our YouTube chapters in in alignment. You know, again, one one of the things that I need. To... What's up? You got the next topic, right? Well, nope. we can talk about the cash app. Okay. Well, go I, ahead. I, I, you, I you think want I, me to help you out with it. Well, yeah, because I I use Cash App on occasion, but I I know folks in in customer service service industries uh, more on on the entrepreneur type of thing utilize it as well. But I I use PayPal more as than Cash App. But we, let's definitely talk about this as well. Let's talk about. All right, so I briefly scanned over this, but reports of fraud on mobile payment service Cash App are up more than 300% uh, from this time last year. Um, If you thought that made for bleak reading, several Cash App users told Yahoo Finance that they lost thousands of dollars after their Cash App accounts were hacked, all recounted 
how difficult it was to find a human customer service representative when they called Cash App about the missing funds. It's almost like an abusive relationship where you're trying to get a hold of somebody and they're <laughs> completely ghosting you. Um, someone who lost $3,000 overnight. Um, as a result of the lost funds, um, they had to sell their personal belongings uh, just to be able to make ends meet. Uh, another person said that they lost uh, $21,000 uh, and somebody used it to buy Bitcoin. Uh, basically, COVID-19 has spurred a raft of cash app downloads following the shift to remote working. Um, unsurprisingly, because the app links to your bank accounts and payment cards, it's also led to a rise in customer reviews, <laughs> alleging fraud, scams, and a wave of reports of crooks taking advantage of the increased dependency of these apps. Um, it's basically, you know, it's, just, it's the most popular digital uh, payment solution. Mm -hmm. um, as they facilitate everyday payments between friends and family and help customers stay on top of their banking. But they've also become a breeding ground uh, for the ones who uh, have ulterior motives that we know. Yeah. Uh, live phone support is not available. Uh, they, you get a recording if you call the number that they say. Um, but live phone support is generally just not available at all, shall we say. Um, if your if you if your bank was just a mobile app, you know it's kind of one of those things. Use your banking app, but for you to use Cash App, which is more popular, mm -hmm. unfortunately, people are you know being defrauded. So um, before we go into the story on our thoughts, I you know I have a friend of mine who said he lost about six or seven hundred dollars because the money was sent to the wrong account. You're mm. waiting on them. There's no way to say, hey, give me my money back. Hey, you got to confirm this, you know? So then when he called the 800 number, um, basically uh, there was no 800 number. <laughs> <laughs> so um, That's terrible, man. Terrible. Um, I've even heard reports where people do call the number and it's basically a scam line. And then they, you're thinking you're talking to a live representative there and is actually a scammer and they're milking money out of you as well. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's no good. That's no, that's no good. Before we get into it, let me, let me shout out to brother Ellis here. So we are actually multi-streaming through restream. The, the main studio though is Ecamm and I'm, uh, queuing up all of the comments. I, I, I'm still not comfortable with the way that Restream, I, I can put everybody's comments on the screen, right, at one particular time, and just in case there's a, a rogue troll or something that, that doesn't have anything to do with the, with the, the context, that, that's why I'm not utilizing their feature, but appreciate the, uh, appreciate the input, man. Yeah, we are, we are actually using Restream uh, to push it out to both of our Facebook, both of our Facebook pages, both of our YouTube pages, uh, Twitter, Twitch, and uh, my website as well. So thanks for that. Um, at, there are better apps that you can use, but unfortunately, just like when the pandemic hit, COVID, when COVID hit or the pandemic hit, everyone went to Zoom. Well, Cash yeah. App is the most popular one. So, I mean, yes, you could use Dell. Yes, you can use Venmo. Yes, you can use PayPal. Yeah. But, I mean, when people know... Green is that bright color. 
it looked like money, you know, you got the dollar sign. Is that, is that why your backgrounds are always green? <laughs> hey, man. I let me drink my minute, major. Gotcha. Why, why, so why are you doing that? Let, let, so Cash App is backed by Square. Square is part of Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey is part of Twitter, right? So so there's there's big names in the technology industry. In, uh, industry behind Cash App, so it's 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 a reputable company. But man, that sure is a red flag that w- there is no eight hundred number to call to say I got problems. That's that's a I can't believe that that was an oversight. That there's no one or nowhere that you can actually call to say you, you you've got issues um, with with these particular things. So, um, Tara, let me let me ask you. Let me let you go first, man. Let, Tara, let, let me see what you got, but I'd I really like to hear what you got to say because I got some more to talk about as well. Uh, well, first of all, cash out. Like I wouldn't trust an app with my money. Like no way. I mean, I have it and I use it, but like if I use it, I unlink my bank account after I use it. Like I don't just link my. I don't leave my account linked to it because. Mm-hmm. I've heard some things and I have friends that lost a lot of money too. And it's just, I mean, there's all kind of scams out there. I know y'all know about the, the cash out flip that you see on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You send me $50, I send you $500 and people be falling for that junk. Like y'all are crazy, man. Like this stuff ain't nothing but a scam. They, they have fake money to, to prove to you that they'll send you the money and they have pictures and stuff. And, you know, it's very convenient that they have these ways of sending money because, you know, back in the day, you know, years ago, we had to run, oh, I want to send my grandma something for her birthday. I got to run to Western Union, you know, drive there, you know, get out in the rain and stuff. Now, I mean, cash out, Zelle, you know, you can do it instant. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how technology done took over, you know, like Western Union and, you know, going to Walmart, sending money and stuff. But, it's also very risky with your money. Like, you know, I, I just, I don't like taking risks like that, especially yeah. in large amounts. Yeah. But, you know, like today I went and bought a lawnmower, a bagger for my lawnmower. And I asked the lady, like, what's your payment method? She said, oh, cash app or cash or whatever. So I stopped by the ATM machine, grabbed the cash, and yeah. I paid her like that. But, you know, stranger can get your information in some kind of way. They can steal your money. And I don't want to take that chance. That's true. And, and so many folks are are getting caught up in phishing schemes. So many folks are getting caught up in, in these types of scams. Again, folks are, are calling and saying, you owe us money and, and we need this money right now. And, and folks are getting uh, uh, intimidated and think that they got to send money or giving out PIN numbers and passcodes and things like that. Don't fall for that stuff, people. No one, no bank is going to call you and ask you for your password. No, yeah. the, the, the bank has no, no need for that. No, no one else has any need for that for that information. No. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm a bigger Venmo user. Uh, I have problems with Venmo as well because by default it has the option of showing the transactions that you do with everyone. So I, I make sure I turn those off and make all of my transactions private. I think this this Cash App thing needs to be addressed by. Um, some some tighter regulation. I know the FDIC doesn't monitor it, but just the fact that, again, I can send money to, so I can send, Terrence, I can send you $100 right now. It'll sit in your Cash App account. It'll take 24 hours before you can pull it out and put it into your account. So, somewhere within that time frame, there's got to be some better controls 
convenience is one thing. Yeah, we all want to be convenient, but there's got to be some better controls in terms of when you start moving money back and forth. Uh, just because I'll be the conspiracy theorist right now, right? Just because of domestic terrorism, just because of folks looking to do something bad, whatever the case would be, there, there's got to be some more monitoring across the board of when funds are moving. Up. Look, <laughs> Western Union, old school, right? There, there it is, right? Walk, walk it over to someone, go go to your Walmart yeah. or go to your Target and sign some pieces of paper. And actually, you know, Western Union is actually part of the, I believe they're FDIC insured as well, right? So if it gets lost in transit, both sides are, are, are covered. So again, we're, we're, we're a society that loves convenience now and the Zells, Cash Apps, Venmo, PayPal, who else is out there? I, got, I think I got all of them on my phone. But, you know, those those things, we just got to be cognizant of, of some well, of the Apple challenges. Well, App, Apple Pay. Apple Pay. And, you know, they, they pride themselves on, on being secure and being private all the time. But, you know, still, man, you, you, man, just, it's not common sense. It, it's a little bit more than that. You just got to be aware of who you're talking to when it comes to critical, important data, uh, social security numbers, phone numbers, addresses, and especially finance stuff, especially around now. April, look, April, well, it's been pushed off till May, but tax season, man, phones are going to start blowing up here in the next couple of weeks. Folks trying to get into your tax records and, and stuff like that. Just be be vigilant, folks. Be vigilant. Yeah, when the stimulus, when actually when the stimulus checks came out, they st- I started getting text messages, all kind of stuff. I'm like, here we go again with these mm-hmm. scams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your stimulus is on hold. You have to call this number. I'm like, man, these people just, they try anything now. That is true. That is true, brother. That is true. Western Union, their fees are high. I'm sorry. Is that right? Yeah. You, you, to, to transfer some money, to send a hundred dollars, that's they want nine, ten dollars. So they want ten percent of hey, your you money. Right. Yeah, you're right. It's they want ten big... percent of your money just to be able to send a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars or less is ten dollars. <laughs> exactly that's exactly how i'm feeling right about now yeah yeah you ain't but, you I mean, ain't taking you ain't thinking about the gas you're driving using to get the western union so you actually using more money that's <laughs> crazy right 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 whereas like i said with cash app i still use it i use it more than i use any of my other apps because i know that most people have it and it, it i guess for me it's just it's, it's just convenient but like I do, what I do is I put my phone in your hand and, or I tell you, send me a request. So then that way I know that is you, because if I mm. turn around and send it to the wrong number, I, I'm over there trying to reach out to the person saying, Hey, I just sent you $250. <laughs> and I accidentally sent you $250. I'm at your mercy now. Yeah. Yeah, no, true. no, 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 no. What's, what's your cash app? Make sure you screenshot. Make sure you send the request. Make sure you type in the number because once it's done, I'm I'm out of it. And I and I put that out as my disclaimer. And maybe because I'm tall and, you know, it's like, hey, you know, I'm not going to mess with him, but you're not getting no more money out of me after you made that final agreement and you gave me and you told me that this is what it was. So. Um, I do need to look at Venmo, but you said Apple Pay. They have Google Pay. Yeah, you got Google Pay, yeah. And um, I remember when we were at CES, they had something called Loop Pay, but I think Loop Pay became either Apple Pay or they became some, they partnered with somebody. Mm -hmm. And I think Amazon is now about to come out with their own 
payment system as well. Um, I, I heard something along the lines that they were coming out with a payment system. So who knows? Yeah. I was no. looking. I was looking to see which ones I have, but yet all the ones that we talked about are the ones I currently use as well. But yeah, be careful. Just be careful, folks. Be careful. And someone made the statement as well. Just, just don't keep a whole lot of cash in those side accounts, <laughs> right? It, yeah. Quickly move money to your primary checking, your primary saving, or your primary investment account, as opposed to keeping it in something more more fluid like a cash app of Venmo or something something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was a good discussion. Okay. That was a good discussion. Hold on. Let's let's just marinate on that a little bit. You know you rushing us. You know we we You know we we ahead of time. This, we only been, we only been we only been live for 50 yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Well, we still got another story. I'm I, I'm sure you uh, got something else that you want to hit me with. Oh my God! See, Terry, see how it is, brother. That's why I'm glad you're here to be kind of the. Ref, ref, that's why I put you literally in the middle to 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 keep us yeah. from you know, so so I don't have to reach over that. God, so. come on, use those go-go gadget arms all the way from Roseville, <laughs> California, to downtown Atlanta. Come on, Th- thousand miles, it. thousand miles. Uh, he, he over here talking mad about the cash app, calling it the trash app. Lord have mercy. <laughs> the, the man has has had problems, I guess. Uh, next story, YouTube. We are look as, as creators, talk. Well, you're not. You look. We know. We 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 aware of this. This is what. This is the the game that we are in the midst of. We playing. YouTube is testing out auto detect for product features and videos and, you know, suggesting content accordingly as the title says too long. Didn't read. I'll just say that. And then I'll let you read it. Cause I, I, I love it when you read them, but I'll just say, this is what Instagram is doing, right? With your stories and with your, with your posts. If you have a store on Instagram, um, I, I, I like the concept. I, re- I really do like the concept. I just wonder, um, uh, how accurate the algorithms are going to be. So I'll, I'll put that out there and I'll plant that out there and let you, let you read the, uh, the meat of the story. So basically YouTube is always running experiments like the shorts. And um, right now they have an automated list of products detected in videos uh, uploaded to the site. And as of actually two days ago, the 22nd, um, that test is being expanded to people watching videos mm-hmm. in the U.S. Um, basically, it's saying we're experimenting with a new feature that displays a list of products detected in some videos, as well as related products. The feature will appear in between the recommended videos to viewers scrolling below the video player. The goal is to help people explore more videos and information about those products. Uh, so that's basically the meat and bones of the whole thing. Um, the last part of it is YouTube, uh, excuse me, Google. Um, it's The move is intended to give Google its own piece of the incredibly lucrative affiliate link market uh, while also tying commerce directly to video upload. Um, those lists could function as a second recommendation algorithm mm-hmm. and YouTube serving videos that feature similar products. It could also put YouTube in the same shopping space as other social platforms like the Instagram that you spoke on. So basically, if you're doing a video and this in my video, then 
Mm. You see one of these. Little product placement, ladies and gentlemen. Product placement. You see one of these. Shout out to Benji Lock. I just got it in the mail. Um, But yeah, um, you see one of those in the video. And the next video that will come up would be a Benji Lock video. You know? Um, Or if you have one of these and it's like, hey, capture card. What's the best capture card out there? You know? And it's like, hey, let me go out there and, um, oh, can't see me that way. Oh, I'm, I'm actually I was actually using the product. It's all good, but uh, <laughs> basically you would see a HDMI product. Uh, excuse me, a, a J5 Create video that will pop up if they see it in the video. Like right now, you see some video games in my background. Maybe one of those video games would possibly or potentially pull up, and it would take you to the affiliate link or give you a recommended video, and then you know you click on the link to find out more about whatever that product may be. So, yeah. Okay. I like it. I you like it? it? I, I, I like the fact that you were, you were very descriptive and you actually had some, some product there to show. Uh, let me, let me, let me fix this right here. Let me, let me bring Terrace back here. <laughs> uh, I, so I wonder wait, though, wait. so I wonder. You put yourself in there twice. Uh, see, just give me a second, brother. I, I don't feel like going into what's known as what we call preview mode here. I'm just, I'm literally being lazy right now because uh, I want some folks to see. Y'all heard what he said, right? He I'm, being what? I'm being trifling on him. Uh, see, that's the bomb that I'm going to drop on your hand. Um, <laughs> I'm just being trifling and just, just bring it in. I want everybody to see what happens behind the scenes. Um, my question is who gets access to have content show in their feeds, right? Is it only the folks that are already YouTube partners and getting monetization or you already it, know that they're going to get it first. They're going to well, be the beta test. Yeah. So, so I, I throw that out there. Yeah. I throw that out there as, as, as really as a, as a law of, you know, you, you know they're going to get it first. So if you're a YouTuber, you're, they're going to roll out a feature to you and say, be a, since you're a YouTube partner, yeah. Hey, would you like to you opt in? They're quite naturally they're gonna wanna opt in, no different from, you know, um live streaming pros or uh Doc Rock or um just any other YouTuber that, you know, promotes and has affiliate links, Sammy Cool, you know, I mean, they're gonna get they're gonna get first dibs and then probably six months to a year later, it probably will start to trickle out or roll out to everyone else. So uh just like Hit the Spot has, you know, um she she deals with food. Mm-hmm. It could be a potential, you know, uh, uh, a silverware. It could be a, a particular utensil that she uses and then says, hey, these are the knives that you've got to have. Remember, we were talking about it had to be a red knife. Had to be the Victoria red knife. Knox. It might Man. be, a Victoria, it might be a, a Victoria Knox knife, if that makes sense. And it'd be a Victoria Knox commercial that comes up on you know her brand or on her show shall we say so Mm -hmm. you you know you're talking tech or we're talking tech and you're talking about your new toys that you have it could be that so um but i think it would be more consumer products that would probably have something to do with amazon um i don't think ebay would probably be one of those uh partners shall we say but like you said it's an affiliate link maybe it could be with the actual company and say hey you you know be an affiliate with us and it drives them back to the company's website or something like that. But I think it would probably well, I think they'll have some type of partnership with uh, YouTube and uh, Amazon. 
We'll, we'll see because we know that the merch for YouTube partners is through Spring, Teespring. All right. So if you get, right. to, and again, you got to be a partner already. So you already got to have the 4,000 hours. You already got to have the 1,000 subscribers. You got to have all that before you can get access to that and get access to the community tab and all that. This right here, again, is just another way to monetize your channel. So you're, you're right. They're not going to give it to everybody. They're not going to give it to. 200 subscribers. They're not going to give it to 500 subscribers. They're going to give it to the folks that are, that, that have a lot of people watching their feeds. Well, and things I, I that would nature. think that they would give it to anybody that can monetize. You know, you only need a thousand followers just to be able to, uh, to monetize. Yeah. But you need, you need 4,000 watch hours along with that. That's, okay. that's the hard one to get. Look, yeah, well, they're both, they're both challenging and, and they're both, they're both right goals. I mean, again, you you want a thousand act. You don't want just people subscribing. You want a thousand active folks subscribing and commenting things like that. But yeah, you got to now. You have to get both of them. You got to get four thousand total watch hours, and you got to get a thousand subscribers. Is that four thousand watch hours of your content, or is that four thousand hours of you, the creator? Your content. Your content on I, your channel. Okay, I got you. Yeah. No, and I say that because I created my YouTube channel back in two thousand nine. Yeah. And it's now 2020. I have over 680 something videos on my YouTube channel. So, I mean, I never really figured out what the real rules were to get monetized. Nobody knew what YouTube was back in 2009. (laughs) But now 2021, everyone is sitting there saying, hey, I want to get monetized. How do I make money on YouTube? And it's like, oh, I never read the rules. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so yeah, and and I apologize for I shouldn't have said only. So so yeah, Tammy. I I mean I I didn't mean that in uh, disparaging in any way. Yeah, that that really that is a real number. Uh, no, I, I appreciate family checking you checking your boy here and and, and making it right. Um, but but yeah, you have to have both of those metrics before you can be now because literally two years ago I was monetized on YouTube before they changed their whole algorithm. So ha- having to to get back to the certain. Uh, criteria with him has been has been fun Challenge. has has i got book hold on let me show you something <laughs> where is why he's over there doing that this time he's not actually freezing up he's just rolling out all frame <sighs> no see look i'm reading i'm I, i'm trying to read I, I didn't get the audio book this time i got the read i got the book i'm trying to read the youtube formula i'm, now, trying I'm to, surprised you're not doing this through amazon audible uh, as opposed to actually picking up a physical. Well, this this one I wanted to actually mark up. Look like a black dot, bro. I know. Like, help me out. I know I you got some light on that on that camera, bro. I don't like, like that. Let, let, let me make him bigger. I don't. I don't like just having a little. Yeah, he, he just look like he just look like a shadow that's yeah. just about to fade out, man. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So so, what you think of the uh, of of YouTube doing this, putting products inside of the video? I think it's good for people with, you know, their own business. I see it. I see it as a good thing for those for those people. I mean, you got a product, you can get it out there pretty quick, mm-hmm. and uh, the algorithms will pick it up and do its thing. And, I, uh, I don't. I'm not. I mean, I have a YouTube channel, and <laughs> that was I made it shoot 15 years ago. I maybe probably got over a million views on it, but. I'm not monetizing nothing. I'm not trying to make money off of it. I was just putting, you know, YouTube videos up just for fun. I won't try to make no money off of it. Bro, hold on. You, you know, got a million views. You need to find a way to to, <laughs> to put that to use. So and so that so, begs the question that I was going to ask, though, right? Is it 
Will folks see the product placement if they don't have if they don't log into YouTube? Because a lot of folks, like my parents, for a long time, they never made a YouTube account. They just flipped on their phone and, and just logged into YouTube, right? So, right. Who's who's going to get credit for that? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. question. How do, how will they go about doing that? Oh, my my Lemetric just usually, woke up and said, "I just got another follower on YouTube." I, I just I just yeah, heard usually, I just heard it go off just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all yeah, usually uh, a lot of things <laughs> now. Is trying to get you to sign in. You said what, Terrace? And I said usually when you're browsing with you know without being logged in YouTube, a lot of times when you click on something off Facebook. It won't play the video unless you have to sign in. So that's probably going right. to be a lot. It's probably going to be changing to that. I love it. I love that, it. That, that, that's something. You're just going to have to pay some people to, you know, just, hey, y'all, just just watch my, my, my 15 videos <laughs> and, and just let them loop just, back and forth. You know, and yeah, let, let them like them for me real quick. Go ahead and just like everything on there twice. No, no, don't like yeah. it. No, they just got a loop. You just play and just while you go to bed, just leave your computer on and just yeah. just log into your account. Uh, I mean, subscribe and then just watch the videos and let them just automatically roll over to the next video. That, that's what you need to do. And you got some good content over there, uh, over at ITN Live. Uh, look, I'm, I'm following your lead, brother. I'm following your lead. I want to go back to now I understand there was a comment and it was directed at you, brother. It was. Uh, Hold at on, me or, uh, at, 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 uh, at you, at, at, and so there we go. I don't want to know the hashtag on your hat. Oh, the hashtag. <laughs> yeah. So, video texting. There was a company back in the day <laughs> called back called Glide. Back in the day, so they were one of the very first. Uh, would you call hang? Would you call Glide and Hang with live streaming? Yeah. They were like the messenger. Yeah. They were like the Facebook messengers of today. Yeah. So basically, it was video texting and what you could do with Glide, and they did not uh, last, shall we say? Um, they were—I forgot what country they were from. Met them out at CES. You could send a message to a family member, like he's out in California, we're in Atlanta, we're on a different time zone. I could send a message and. He could catch it at any time and he could respond back. So it was literally like a video text, shall we say. Um, I got to give a shout out to Sammy Superstar. I got a $5 super chat. Look this is my that. first $5. Oh, this is my first shoot. super chat. I got a super chat over here. Like, See, man, brother. I feel honored, man. Like, yo, yo, yo. So, so for the one, <laughs> I'm sorry, Anna. No disrespect. But let me tell you how these super chats work. Yeah. Super chats when you. Get them super chats. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Right, right. So let me tell you how the super chats work. Super chats are you put the you set up your account. Somebody, if you if you give out great content or if they have a question, you put out a super chat. And once you see that you got the super chat, whatever question they get, the next question or you know they get whatever they get that time, shall we say? Yeah. Um. So basically, Sammy just gave me five dollars because he likes the comment 
or he likes what's going on with the show. So James, I got you two fifty on the cash. I, on the cash app. On oh, on, on, on the, the cash, cash app. Oh <laughs> lord, the cash app. See, I, I, I so I don't have super chat yet. That's why I got my buy me a coffee up on on, on the screen right there. Right, 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 right. right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to that level. I'm trying to get to that level. So, so when you get monetized on YouTube, super chats are the coolest thing ever. So uh, it lets people know that they appreciate what you're all about and they appreciate your work. And uh, Sammy, I'm honored. You're my very first ever super chat. Thank you so much. You didn't have a question, so I'm just going to just salute you right there. Now you back know. to Anna. That's cool. <laughs> so basically, glad. So glide, shall we say? Um, it was a video texting. So you would literally send a video message out to somebody, and normally, like with Messenger, if they don't answer or Instagram uh, chat or Instagram video, if they don't answer, you don't catch them. You could literally leave a video voice message, and then when they see it, they can respond back to it. And then it was literally face-to-face video, and that's how it worked. But this was their hashtag video texting, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it catches a lot of people's attention. And I think the hat is pretty cool because, like you said, you're not thinking to look underneath the bottom of the bill cap. You're just looking at the top of the cap as opposed to the bottom. So I think this was a great marketing campaign for people uh i mean for glide shall we mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. and um maybe when i do get some merch and i get hats uh maybe i'll consider you know doing some type of uh hashtag for myself just to capture people's attention shall we say and i'm seven feet tall so people are looking up <laughs> always looking you up can't anyway. help, you can't help but see it shall we yeah, say so yeah. yeah that's pretty much it well i'll tell you what on on the merch front i'm meeting with press and so tomorrow afternoon and uh i will i, I will let you know yeah, and look, it's, it's it's no joke. Black-owned business. They're based out of the East Coast. They're based out of Florida. Um, they, they're doing a lot of good work. These shirts is, are dope. They do hats. They do, I think they do fans. As well. So I don't know if it's been officially announced, but I'm going to drop the news. They are actually going to be the primary uh, vendor for Ecamm starting wow. next month. So all of the all of the gear coming out of Ecamm Network is going to be produced by the Press and Sew team. Yeah. So um, people are asking, "Where's the timer at, James?" And you over here. So it's all good. Don't it's, worry about it. Don't okay. wait till the next. Wait till the next story. I'll, I'll get it right next time. Oh, I don't have any more stories. And, 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 I'll, I'll have so it right for, next time. And for hit the spot, yes, I have been paid via YouTube, but no one has ever paid me a quarter via super chat. Shall we say? So this is my very first ever super chat, and I, and you only get super chats during live streams. So True. you got to remember, we just started doing live streams uh, on YouTube uh, this year. So we were doing it on Facebook, but we weren't doing it on YouTube uh, on season. Shall we? So yeah, yeah this is what. Yeah, the, the, the monetization in? things for the monetization requirements for Facebook are insane. I think it's ten thousand. Fans or ten thousand followers, something something like that. It's 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 ridiculous, but you know, hey, it's 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 all good. But uh, we'll we'll keep we'll keep doing this YouTube thing and trying to trying to trying to learn this YouTube formula is is what we're gonna do. Right, right. Terrence, what you know, um, good brother. What you know, good man. Keep up, brother. There, keep up. Man. I know you got to keep up. You in the lab, brother. You got to keep up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Terrence, you never you never coming back. He's like, these brothers are crazy. Trust me, there is a run of show and we, we there there is a method to the madness. But 
you know, enlighten, entertain, and educate. We, we focus on those three right. things. We, we, we enlighten, we give the information, but we got to entertain as well because all these other shows on the line, they kind of dull. You know what I'm saying? So we got to, we got to bring ourselves to it. <laughs> you said Terrence went to sleep on you. <laughs> what you got next, brother? What you got next? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it your way. What you got next? Um, black tech. Um, do you have that article with you? Of course you not. Got it? That would be too easy. Cause I deleted it. Cause you said we weren't going to do it. We said we were going to scrap it. Didn't we? Yep. We, we did. So, we did. Uh, do I need to email it to you real quick? No, no, just go ahead, keep talking, and I'll, I'll get it up here in, in two minutes. All right. So, Black Tech Dougie Nation. Fresh, y'all. Uh, Black, put, don't forget to well, put the timer up, I guess, once you figure it out. But, Black Tech Nation Ventures is creating a fund to support Black Tech Nation, Black Techies nationwide. Um, so. Thanks to an emerging fund, black entrepreneurs are finally getting the support they've been waiting on. Um, black Tech Nation, a multifaceted tech organization, is described as building a digital conduct through education, digital media, recruitment, and funding for a family of black coders, innovators, creators, entrepreneurs, educators, nerds, um, and anything tech-related, shall we say. Um, basically, the goal is to simply get more Black people funded. Um, basically, the creator or the partner, uh, the general partner, Kalani Jasmine, um, she, alongside with the rest of her team, have been working hard to make this a reality uh, for a Pittsburgh-based organization through its newly created $50 million first fund with the help of fellow... Uh, with with the help of a fellow named uh, from GP Sean Sebastian and David Motley, um, basically this is all brand new for them, and they think it will be historic um, and offer a literal economic shift for the black community and building generational wealth. Um, they want to be able to mold the foundation of the tech community and helping tech communities uh, or the tech. Sec the black tech sector get funded. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, in addition to establishing the fifty million uh, fund, the Black Tech Nation also plans to make a seed and Series A investments in software startups across the country, and especially to those from Silicon Valley, according to TechCrunch. Um, black Tech Nation is short in short, serves as a dedicated space for black tech unicorns of our generation and to gain to gain the support they need financially and socially by providing access to vast network of tech professionals in the industry as well as resources. The firm operates in a capacity that's advocating for tech equity across the board. So, I think this is good because, unfortunately, if you know anything about Silicon Valley, if you know anything about black tech, I mean, it's literally not even 1%. Yeah. I, I, it's not even 1%. I mean, I think black tech women founders are like a 0.5, if that makes sense. That's crazy. An yeah. unheard of number. Uh, and we, we're consumers of tech but to find the startups, to find the entrepreneurs, to find the software developers, to find the terraces, to find, you know, the James Hicks, 
you know, it's not a lot of us that are out there. Now I'm on the consumer side. So yeah, mm. they want to sell us the product, but the ones that are actually developing, I mean, that's, you know, we have to find a way to highlight them. I mean, no knock against Clubhouse, no knock against uh, Meerkat, no knock against um, any other tech-funded organization, company, developer, software, uh, platform, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, hey, you're out here as African-Americans and as much as we consume that African-American, as much as we consume it with our money at, in African-American dollars, mm-hmm. why not have some type of presence? Yeah. And unfortunately, 50 million is not a lot of money when we're talking about tech, shall we say. So, I mean, that's a good point. I'm looking over, I'm looking over at start engine. I'm looking over at Republic and people have already gotten two and three and four million dollars just for a startup that hasn't even went public yet and i mean these are great products but they're not african-american made products now when we come out with it we gotta start a gofundme you know we gotta you know basically pull dollars wherever we can pull dollars to make it happen yeah so i i think that this is great that this company um is saying hey we, we're going to start out with the initial investment of $50 million, and uh, hopefully people, they, they'll brand themselves to where there's other monies out there to where other VCs can invest in them to give them more money to highlight these African-American uh, developers, software engineers, um, you know, the people that's creating the, creating the tech content. Yeah. Yeah, you know some of what you said. I, I think is is also, and, and I'll let Terrence, I'll let you go. But I just before it falls out of my head, and if I forget it, um, so, some of what you said. I think I think the African American community, from an entrepreneur perspective, what you just said shows how resourceful we are, right? Because a lot of times we don't have the opportunities. A lot of times we'll walk into the bank and we get uh, a little side eye, or, or we get uh, we, we we don't get the, the same types of opportunities, but we find a way. Right. There, there's always a way of uh, utilizing community, uh, going out there and doing some grassroots types of activities. So we may not get the money from and I'm just going to name it. I haven't been turned down by it, but I'm just going to Wells Fargo. You know, we may not get the money from Wells Fargo, but we'll find out a way to, to get it from the community and the church and, and, the, and the local civic center. I mean, we'll, we'll be resourceful if we find if we've got something in it and that we actually believe in and we, we put the put the work in to get it. if you put the work in. Blessings will come, and 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 you'll get you'll get the benefits from it. But things like this, we we've seen Google, we've seen Apple, we've seen Start Engine. I'm an investor in a couple of companies to start in as well. Incredible possibilities and an incredible entrant for regular consumers to get into investment opportunities ahead of time. Yeah, we're not going to get in when institutional investors are going to get in, but we can still get in pretty early with with. Uh, firms and things like this, like Start Engine and, and like the ones that are, are, are doing these types of things. So uh, you know, that being said, I, I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah even though we, we may not be the first in line all the time, but nothing wrong with being in the middle of the line once in a while, but still finding a way to get up to the top of that mountain. So, Right. I mean, we do it for shoes. I just don't understand Ooh. why we can't do it for... We do it for I'm shoes. That, 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 make it plain, <laughs> brother. Make it plain. You know, you you, you you ready for them drops, aren't you? You know, when, when Nike is dropping them new, them new Jordans like they just did, I, I was looking at them too, to be honest with you. But 
Paris, what you got, man? What you think? Yeah, I think it's good for the blacks. I mean, I I don't know a lot of people that's in my field, so uh, it's kind of boring, like talking to people. Like they be like, "Man, this guy talking about robots. We don't know what he's talking about." Like, <laughs> so you know, sometimes it's kind of like, "Why nobody?" I mean, this this money in this field. Like, I be trying to get people on board. Like, hey. Uh, Look at this video. Um, I actually wanted to go to like uh, one of the automation shows in like uh, Think Vegas. I don't remember exactly the name of it, but you know all these vendors come with all the robots and stuff, and you know these companies come through and say, "Hey, um, I can use that robot at McDonald's or something." You know that's how mm-hmm. things start. Mm-hmm. But I have the. I mean, I have a lot of tools that I can use to build stuff and things. I, I, I just ask my friends, like, hey, man, let's let's create something. Let's build something. And like you said, you know, you got to have funds, you know, and what y'all just talked about, that's good that the funds are there. Because I had an idea one time about, like, a smart shopping cart, and I think mm. that somebody else already created that a while back. And me and a couple more people, we was going to do it, but, you know, it's – everybody's working on stuff and stuff happening so quick. It's like, you know, you, if you're going to do something, you better go ahead and do it. Cause somebody else are already working on it. That's true right there. And, uh, I mean, this show is, is a living Testament of that. You know, we've been talking tech for a long time, but how many people have tech shows out there? But I don't know anybody that's got an African American tech show, you know, but it no. was one of those things where it was like, Hey, we're going to talk about it from the African American perspective. Mm-hmm and put people on notice of what's going on in the tech community. But mm-hmm. if we don't talk about it, somebody else is going to come along and do the same thing. Yep. So, I mean, we're not getting funded. It's just, this is, at the end of the day, like James said, you got to have, you don't go walk into the bank because you know that nine times out of 10, you're going to get denied. So it's like, just find your own way. I told somebody at the bank a couple of weeks ago, I don't come into the bank and ask you guys for money. I'm not even expecting you to give me any money. I'm not even expecting you to give me a credit card. Even though I qualify for a credit card, I'm mm-hmm. going to find my own way. And that's sad that that has already been implanted in my head. Whereas if I spend my dollars with you, I should be able to get, you know, some type of services back if that makes sense. Because yeah. that's in my head. But to see that, hey, we're seeing that bank with, uh, Killer Mike and that bank uh, and Andrew Young coming out um, where they're saying, hey, we're going to invest into the black community and we're going to help to see a citizens trust bank, you know, say, hey, this is an African-American black owned bank. I mean, so to be able to say for the tech community, when there's only one percent of black techies that are out there um, right now, Isaac Hayes, the third. He has an uh, an app called Fanbase. You know, you've heard me talk about Don Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, Arlen, um, I think it's Arlen Hampton. I think that's her name. She has she has something. So I mean, those are three black people that I. I know that based off of putting out quality product, they've been able to get 
their family and friends to support them. But then now they're starting to bring it to the market and people because of they are and the name that they've made in the tech space, maybe a few articles written about them, they're now able to, you know, get more funding to be able to put a solid product out there to uh to to the to the world or to the mm-hmm. United States or whatever, you know? So uh, and when you hear about this product called Fanbase or you hear about this product called Popcom, um, or you hear about Republic coming up in the next five to 10 years is going to be like, well, how did they do it? And right now it's been through a community of people as opposed to being able to go to the bank or being able to go to a VC and saying, Hey, um, I need, can't just walk up to Mark Cuban and say, Hey, I need $10 million, but he give it to you. Can't walk up to uh, Mr. Wonderful and tell him that you need $10 million. Will he give it to you? You know, I mean, go to all the pitch contests all you want, but you got to have your, you got to have, your, you got to be three times as good, five times better. So to be able to hear that this venture company is saying, Hey, we have $50 million to assist. And that really means a lot, you know, especially for people that are in the tech community and I champion them. I hope that they do right. I hope there's no scandals that come along um, with this process. And um, I hope that they're the start of something very huge and something very big, um, you know, for the tech community because we need more companies like this. That we brother dropping some knowledge on them. I ain't, I ain't mad at you, brother. I ain't mad at you dropping some knowledge on. Them. That's why I put you on on big screen, guy. Talk it. I appreciate. It. I yeah. Appreciate it. Great show, man. Great show. What I love the fact is that there's still, well, I'm I'm looking at a handful of metrics and and there's still double digits folks that are timed in and and watching the show on on whatever channel that they're watching. So we appreciate that. Um, That's what we do, folks, right? We, 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 We bring out the consumer side of technology. We are, as, as Tallboy was saying, we are unbiased. We've got a lot of organizations that we work with and, and want us to either review their products, talk about their products, and we've worked with a handful of organizations, but we'll get on here and tell you if we like it, if we don't like it. Sorry. <laughs> right? If it, if it doesn't work with our environment, if, if it's not valuable for you to spend your hard-earned dollars on, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. And we, we've got a couple of insights to some product and development and, and research and development companies to to tell them uh how we're utilizing some of their projects so their products so like like the capture cards that we're using like the uh the mixers that we're using the microphones and things like that so uh continue to tune in continue to subscribe continue to support we appreciate it we're humbled by your attention uh brother terrace hopefully you can come back again one more again uh we, we, we appreciate you coming in, bringing in that robotics engineering perspective to the, to the people. Tell the folks where they can catch you online, man, if you got some social content or uh, some social places where they can, they can reach out and find out what you're doing in your world. Uh, I just, I, I don't really be on a lot of social media. <laughs> I just got Facebook, you know, and uh, my YouTube channel, but I don't get on there. Instagram, okay. I don't get on. Um, like usually I'm on social media when I'm traveling. Like I just came back from uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee last week. So I put a couple of videos up. Other than that, 
I don't really be on social media. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, man. I ain't mad at you. You know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta unplug, and then you, you didn't go ahead and unplug. Nothing wrong with that, brother. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Hey, man. Good show, man. Tall boy, you good? I'm good. You know what it is? It's, it's the lab. What? Oh, it's the lab, and we out. <laughs>